Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode of Stuff They Don't Want You To Know is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. How time flies. We are, as we said, publishing classic episodes, and this is one that is very near and dear to our collective hearts. This was a very unusual episode for us to make because the conspirator in this in, in today's show is uh, is you. It's your brain, right? Yes. Are you your brain? Or is your brain you? Or are you the same? Ooh, I don't know. Is this your brain on drugs, or is it just an excuse not to eat eggs anymore? In a way, some of what we're going to talk about here is your brain on drugs, in, in as in chemicals that are produced by your own body and also other chemicals that you can take into you. And this one really focuses on a video series we put out. So we recommend... Both listen to this and then check out the YouTube channel, Conspiracy Stuff, and watch the Deceptive Brain videos. There's some great, great, powerful content in there. This was a journey for us. For a peek behind the scenes, uh, we did not, or at least I did not expect the video series to become a three-parter. Neurochemistry is a tricky thing, and I believe when we originally recorded this, we had the most up-to-date information and studies available about 
human neurochemistry, but there's still so much to learn. Luckily, we listened back to this and it is, it, and what we found was disturbing. You know, this is the early days before we became quite as cynical as we are now about uh, the treachery of memory and all the other tricks your brain plays on you. But have you ever been in love? Have you ever been very angry about something? Have you ever hated someone? Uh, in each of those instances, your brain will pull a full Judas on you in some way or another. So without further ado, why don't we get right into it? Let's do it. I hope your brain doesn't play any tricks on you while you're listening. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello and welcome to Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. I'm Ben Bolin. And I'm Matt Frederick. And today we are going to talk about a series that we did. Wow, this is a deep cut, huh, Matt? Yeah, the, at least the originals. The, the original episodes were rather deep. And that original series was called The Deceptive Brain, or rather present tense is called The Deceptive Brain because you can still see it on YouTube right now. This was a three-part series wherein you and I explored the effects that chemicals have on the brain and most importantly the effects that naturally occurring neurochemicals have on the brain right yeah exactly and the ways in which those chemicals kind of trick the brain it, it's weird it tricks itself by releasing chemicals mm -hmm. because when we think about uh when we say your brain is tricking you it's really tricking itself and I thought that was one of the more fascinating things, because we, what are we besides our brains, at least the thoughts that we have? Yeah, and this was funny to us because, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit challenging when we're making an episode to have it always end with something someone doesn't want someone else to know. And this was a little bit different for us because it was your brain, quote unquote, your brain, didn't want you to know exactly how it was deceiving or lying to you. But we did see some really interesting stuff. We did a, um, we did one episode on love. We did. Yeah. We did one episode on hate. I, I actually, I wanted to go all the way back and do some of the first stuff we talked about with deceptive brain. That was some of my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Like what? I learned a lot of things. I'm just going to go off the cuff here. I, one of my favorite things that I learned in the earlier episodes was the trick with the warm a cup or a warm beverage in your hand when you speak with someone and how it can affect the way you feel about that person or at least your takeaway feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a that was a very interesting series of studies. Like I can't remember exactly which university it comes out of, but I think it's in our episode there. And this is where uh, this this comes into play, where if you're if you and I are talking and like I have coffee right now. Let's see how warm nice. it is. I have coffee right now. It's cold, though, so oh. watch out. You're on thin ice, my okay. friend. Because if somebody is holding a hot drink, these studies found that they are more likely for some almost – it sounds ridiculous, but they are more likely to regard a person that's speaking to them as nicer. They're, they tend to be a little more empathetic maybe, but then when they have a cold drink, they tend to – that effect is reduced and they tend to be more objective. That was interesting to me, and that's something – it's um. It's similar to what's called priming, right? Psychologically, mm -hmm. subtly uh, framing a situation such that 
a person's brain kind of leads them to a predetermined decision point of some sort. And another thing, this is a funny trick, and this I, I really want people to try this, Matt, anybody who has an office job. Mm-hmm. If you have a dog, get a picture of your dog, just your dog. You can be in the picture. It doesn't matter if you are. Uh, just get a picture of your dog and put it on your desk and see if people begin to treat you differently. If you have a cat, don't put a picture of your cat up there because I think this only works with dogs. But there was that another, sucks. yeah, right. There was another study that found that people who had a photograph of a dog on their desk were more likely to be perceived as team players or supportive people. Wow. Yeah, but not not so with cats, my friend. And uh, also, you know, if you want to be a little unethical, uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be your dog. <laughs> oh, just find a funny picture of a dog. That could be an awkward conversation. Oh, do you have a dog? No, no. It's, I like this picture because I'm a team player. Or you could just come up with some elaborate story about that dog and how you used to have it and it went and, you know, lives in a farm now. Yeah, there's no way that an elaborate lie will ever go wrong. <laughs> no, especially in an office environment. So another thing we talked about, Ben, was sleep, how you can hack your sleep and kind of change your brain and the way it works by uh, breaking up your waking and sleeping hours. I think it's called polyphasic sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, polyphasic sleep, the sustainability and efficacy of which has been a subject of intense debate. People who are familiar with this might see on the Internet uh, what's what was called, I think, the Uberman sleep schedule, mm-hmm. which I never achieved. But I got I the closest I got was to close closest I got was probably let's see, I did two four hour chunks for a while. And then I divided into um, of waking or sleeping for sleeping. Chunk. OK. And and some people have even argued later on that that is a more natural way of human rest cycles. But I don't know. I can't think of that book. There was a book that came out not long ago that talked about that, how men and women would sleep for four hours, wake up, sometimes engage in, let's say, witchcraft. Oh, did I guess wrong? (laughs) And then sleep for another four hours. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was experimenting with that stuff before, before this, uh, this book came out or before I was aware of it, the Uberman sleep schedule. However, I don't know if anyone who's listening has ever successfully done it. I'd love to hear about it because it's a, it's pretty much a series of 20 minute naps and you're supposed to, the reasoning goes somehow train your brain to just fall right into REM sleep and then wake, wake up immediately refreshed. But of course the problem is in theory, if that works, then you can't not, you cannot miss a nap by a moment. And then also, I imagine that the other the other phases of sleep are, in their own way, equally important. So why would you want to cut it out? Well, because you want to get you want to get to that REM cycle so that you can control your dream, right? Because that's where lucid dreaming comes in. And if mm-hmm. you can control when you dream, when you dream, and how you dream, then essentially you're not sleeping. You're you're cognitive at all the times. 
smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yeah, which I I wonder, you know, sleep, I always thought sleep sounded like such a strange, hilarious thing. We've talked about it off air, you know, I kind of resent the fact that people have to sleep and um, more so than many other animals. But one thing that gets me about this, this concept is if you just described it to someone who wasn't familiar with the idea of sleep, it sounds crazy. You would say, you know, like you would say, oh, guys, I want to hang out, but it's about that time. 
I've uh, I've been moving around for a while, so now I'm going to lie down, lose consciousness, and just sort of hallucinate for a few hours, you know. And uh, but I'll, I will I will see you after that. That's so weird. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's very strange because you're so vulnerable uh, when you're sleeping. You're again, you're not active. You're not achieving anything. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why lucid dreaming is uh, it's so it's looked at as such a, a an important thing for to some people. Yeah, and uh, the nature of dreams themselves—that's sort of a—that's already a very, a very weird thing. Just in in terms of both the, in in terms of both the content and the uh, and the physical event, uh, it's possible that you know maybe some people might object to this statement, but maybe the brain is deceiving people most immediately in dreams, right? But there are other ways they do it in waking life. And um, what was interesting to us, I think, both of us about this episode was being able to uh, see exactly what these effects were and the chemicals that have been traced uh, to the root cause. So it's not it's not just one rebellious scientist saying this might happen. There are a bunch of other people that have also researched this peer reviewed studies that have, you know, pointed out that. Feelings of love, for instance, trace back to dopamine, norepinephrine, and ooh, phenylethylamine. Phenylethylamine, but those those things are linked to a euphoria and addiction, right? So um, it is possible to get addicted to that feeling. Yeah, your brain's excretions. Mm-hmm. That's what, fun. What are some things that really surprised you about the deceptive brain, Matt? Uh, I was surprised that there are techniques and technologies that are being uh, created and devised that will be able to hack the brain. I thought that was super cool. The uh, transcranial, what is it? Transcranial? Transcranial direct current simulation. That's exactly right. Man, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so we've uh, we've probably talked about this ad nauseum for people who are into this, um, or I've heard the show before, but I am sold on transcranial direct current simulation. So what is this? This is the practice of putting a small amount of electricity through very specific parts of the brain and through that creating lasting effects on the way your brain works. So this isn't some made up Frankenstein sci-fi stuff. It's being used by DARPA to train uh, snipers. It's being used by the Air Force to reduce uh, pilot training time. Uh, the the idea here is that by putting this electricity through a person's brain, and of course, you know, just like in real estate, when you're zapping your brain, it's location, location, location. And depending mm-hmm. on the location you pick, then you can see an increase in uh, memory retention. You can see an increase in the learning curve. And I think there are some kinetic things that people can do, like your hand-eye coordination increases possibly. The weirdest thing, though, is that after exposing somebody's brain to these things on a regular scale, the changes stay. It doesn't just happen while someone's there. It's, I have to remember to put this part at the beginning, great athletes, great chess players, uh, great experts of various endeavors always have that moment where they describe describe it as being in the zone. We hear that with athletes, right? Well, transcranial direct current simulation and 
uh, a related thing, um, transcranial magnetic simulation can recreate that feeling of being in the zone. And not even just the feeling, they can recreate the way the brain works when one is in, quote unquote, the zone. Do you get in the zone when you write sometimes? I mean, that's a really good question. I think for me, it's, yeah, sometimes it does occur and, and it might be irrespective of what I'm, what I'm working on, but I find it most often in fiction because you're just making it up and then all of a sudden you see it and you nice. go, Oh, but then if you're, you're reviewing sources and stuff, um, and you want to make sure that you're actually telling people the truth, um, then you can still get in the zone, but yeah, you know, it happens not- to me on a weekly basis here. If I put on the right music mm-hmm. or if I'm, if I've got enough white noise in the background, sometimes I'll just start seeing the episode unfold before I'm putting any images down. Yeah. I, yeah, I like doing that. That's trippy. That's pretty cool. So we should also talk about this music because it's true, isn't it? That you found some specific, uh, types of auditory or audio uh, simulation, is that correct? Yeah, that's true. I've got a couple different ones. I've got a certain playlist on my iTunes. It's just instrumental music, just music that, that flows, and it doesn't have, even the beat isn't that intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put your, uh, people would say it puts your brain in a certain alpha waves or whatever. I, don't, I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> but but it really does get you in the place where you can focus on what's directly in front of you it it eliminates distractions around mm. you because we we sit in an office together all of the editors here we literally have a glass office it is it is glass on three sides that's true and and we we sit in that office and we're all editing with our headphones on and clacking away on our keyboards and it gets a little loud and and you know we have to constantly share with each other so you need something to you have to hack your brain in a way mm-hmm. to focus you have to kind of recreate what would be a physical distance exactly and uh now it's time before you go out we have to talk about hate which was a very interesting episode for us because we found that studies have shown there is a hate circuit in the brain and it connects three regions of the brain there you know there's like a love circuit and of course love evolutionarily speaking makes sense right yeah you got to reproduce man just thank God we're not praying mantis style, you know, yeah. that's a rough deal for the dudes. But hate, it turns out, also has um, an evolutionary advantage. Like there's there's a reason that hate exists in the great human mosaic or tapestry or whatever, you know, big, big thing, the great mm-hmm. human thing. It's, and, it's uh, about survival, right? And mm-hmm. All of these things that we're learning about with the brain and how it's working for you and against you. It's about survival. Sometimes because our conscious thought requires it, requires the brain to take over itself. Yes. In a weird way. <laughs> yeah. And the, um, and hate and love are, you know, it's, it's kind of been a cliche for a long time that hate and love are two sides of the same coin and all that stuff, all that jazz, all that smooth jazz. But the, um, the truth is that there is some physiological, basis to that comparison there's a brain region called the putamen which was so fun to say p-u-t-a-m-e-n and this is part of the hate circuit and it's also associated with love so maybe they're not that different and the professor who found some of these studies um noted that viewing a loved or hated person could be equally distressing and that the insula also is involved in responding to distressing (laughs) 
situations. And I guess I could see that because, you know, who hasn't been embarrassed in front of a crush? I hope that not everybody has seen someone and immediately wanted them to die, but it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel very lucky because I can't specifically recall any moment where I looked at someone and thought, you should die. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Well, I wonder how much that circuit is trained 
by, let's say, influence from parental figures or societal uh, figures. Right. And yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it's strengthened or if it's dulled in certain people. You know, we ran into something similar with, uh, one of our other shows here at How Stuff Works, the uh, at Car Stuff, we looked at neuroplasticity with this thing called the knowledge. And you and I talked about the knowledge, right? You That's fantastic. The, the the London taxi drivers, the test yeah. they have to take. Yes, exactly. It's a it's a beast of a test because you have to memorize not only pretty much all the streets of London, but you also have to memorize specific routes, and you have to know alternatives to those routes. And a lot of people, I think the vast majority, fail the first time they take the knowledge. And, I mean, it's already a pretty intimidating test. It's called the knowledge. And uh, they study um, intensely to pass this test. And when they finally do pass this test, uh, they become London cabbies and live happily ever after. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it goes every time. (laughs) I'm sure that's how it goes every single time. That's not even a generalization ever. But what, what happened is some of the research conducted found that these cab drivers, after decades of service, it's not right out of the jump, but after decades, they had larger areas of the brain associated with memory and um, 3D space navigation, you know. So, so it's possible that there is real life mind over matter. Your thoughts, the things that you try to think about um, and the things to which you apply your consciousness can have a physical effect on the makeup of your brain. They also found, um, they being scientists, uh, also not the drivers, uh, also found that there was a similar effect in some, I believe they were Buddhist monks who had spent decades meditating on compassion and kindness and uh, they had a larger part of the brain associated with, you know, like empathy and kindness and mirror neurons and stuff like that. And so it's strange because when to respond to that point about hate kind of makes me think, yeah, is it possible that you could train somebody in the opposite direction? I think mostly just I'm I'm interested in in where we can go with this and it makes me want to meditate more and mm-hmm. read more and study the maps of Atlanta more and possibly <laughs> increase the size of my brain all over. And uh for a literary reference, the idea of training people to hate makes me think of Goldstein and the 2 minute hate in 1984. And um maybe it is possible to kind of ritualize that. Uh we do also know that it is a tale as old as time, to take the line from Beauty and the Beast, that groups of people do tend to concentrate hate towards some other outside entity. Defining mm-hmm. something as not us gives a more cohesive identity to a, a community or group of people. It's especially helpful if you have an overseer or uh, a government and or mm-hmm. <laughs> someone above you telling you that that's what you should hate. Yes, yes. And we're not saying that that is uh what we would do if we were ever in charge of something. But I think we'd be okay at being in charge of stuff. All right. Well, we better get out of here and work on our meditation before that, that stuff all comes into play. Um, let's see. Let's tell people about our Facebook. 
Hey guys, if you like this and you want to find out more, we've got a playlist on our YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash conspiracy stuff, and it's the Deceptive Brain series. You can talk to us on Twitter. We're at Conspiracy Stuff, and you can also find us on Facebook. We're also Conspiracy Stuff there. And that's the end of this classic episode. If you have any thoughts or questions about this episode, you can get into contact with us in a number of different ways. One of the best is to give us a call. Our number is 1-833-STDWYTK. If you don't want to do that, you can send us a good old-fashioned email. We are conspiracy at iheartradio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.